I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome to the second hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I am Buck and Clay here with me, plus a special guest in just a moment. I'll let you know that Cuomo's number two, Hatchet Man or Hatchet Woman, I guess the case may be, just resigned Reports that the governor of New York is trying to wheel and deal to do anything to keep from being impeached and removed from office. We'll give you updates on that. Plus the budget situation, trillions of dollars of spending. What is in that spending? Here's a hint, the Green New Deal, a whole lot of other things that they can never get through legislation. But we promise you a discussion right now with the uh, an expert, Dr. Marty McCary, who's got a piece up in the Wall Street Journal, The Case Against Masks for Children. And that subheading is it's abusive to force kids who struggle with them to sacrifice for the sake of unvaccinated adults. Dr. McCurry is with us now. Doc, how you doing? Good to be with you. So, you know, you're talking to two people here who are certainly opposed to masks on children. And we could even talk more broadly about the overall effectiveness of masks maybe in a few minutes here, Doc. But first... You, what, what is your case for, for children when it comes to masking or not? Well, despite the title of the article, I'm very pro-mask. I wrote the first piece calling for universal masking in the New York Times last year at the beginning of the pandemic. But kids are different. And when we require every kid to wear a cloth mask, when we know the outbreaks are regionalized and we know 40% of adolescents now are vaccinated, uh, we got to think about the downsides. We've been acting as if there's no harm. And the reality is 5% of kids have physical and cognitive disabilities. They struggle. 
25% of kids wear glasses, they fog up. 40% of anxiety is related to changes in breathing, which we know masks create. You lose the phonetic visualization that is responsible in development of speech. There's all these other things, dermatologic problems. So look, some kids do well with masks. Go ahead and wear a mask, they should. The kids who struggle, we've got to pay attention to them. What do you say to parents, Doc, though, who just say, my kid's at very low risk and very unlikely to spread it, and I just don't think that they should have to wear a mask, period? Well, in areas where, where there's low levels of infection, then I think that's reasonable. Um, right now, we're just saying that in areas with active outbreaks, because you can spread it even though you feel fine, you know, asymptomatic, we can ask kids to be a little careful. Remember, mass rank is number four in terms of mitigation. It comes after ventilation, number one, and then distancing and potting. Wearing a little cloth mask is, has minimal or negligible impact. So if we're going to cover their faces for two years, okay, a couple of weeks. Wait, wait, but, but hold, hold on a sec, Doc. So I, I got it. This is important. You just said minimal or negligible, but you told me that you're in favor of universal of universal masking. So if it's minimal or negligible, why why would you be in favor of universal masking? So for adults, I've been advocating for universal masking right. at times when there's outbreaks, at times when there are outbreaks. For kids, though, it's got to be optional. It's got to be regionalized. It's got to be limited to areas where there's an active outbreak and a lot of concern because it's better for them to be in school than not to be in school. Doctor, I appreciate you coming on with us. Um, I'm reading uh, your article. I read it this morning. Wall Street Journal encouraged people to do as well. Uh, you cite a North Carolina study that looked at 90,000 students uh, and said that basically there was not a uh, substantial impact. In fact, not a single case of student-to-teacher transmission. And then uh, you also cite another data point here, which I want to build upon a little bit. Uh, you say the CDC reports for the week uh, of July 31st, the rate of hospitalization with COVID for kids 5 to 17 was 0.5 per million, which means roughly 25 patients. We hear a lot of people out there spreading the idea that the Delta variant is particularly dangerous to children. Based on the data that you have seen so far, is that true? No, it doesn't appear so. There's more infection out there, so more kids are getting it. And some hospitals have, large children's hospitals, 10 to 20 cases of kids with COVID in their hospital, a couple of whom are very sick. Hardly any kid is dying of COVID. More kids are in the hospital right now with RSV, which is an infection that causes the common cold. Um, and, and just to clarify, um, unvaccinated adults need to be careful in indoor public settings, and I encourage them to get vaccinated if they don't have natural immunity. Everyone else should be living a normal life with some reasonable uh, precautions if there's an active outbreak. But otherwise, we can't be hunkering down forever, because if so, we're going to be in this criteria in perpetuity. Dr. Macker, is the obsession with masking for children really just an outgrowth of adult anxiousness if there's no scientific basis for it why in the world has this now continued as you said not even for one year but on into two years for many kids out there well when i talk to parents about the issue of masking in kids what i hear overwhelmingly is you know i'll do it if that's what the unions need to get our kids in person but that's not a medical argument the medical evaluation of masks show that 
There's no benefit to cloth masks in areas of low or substantial COVID risk transmission in the community. And in areas with a severe outbreak, there's a minimal benefit. So we're making these arguments as if there's no harm to the mask. And that's what I think has been missing from this. You know, kids are losing that human connection. And that's important for them to visualize emotions, communicate facial expressions, to visualize the pronunciation of words. So that's what we're missing out on right now. And we don't know the implications of the change in breathing patterns in kids long term. I put a mask on a kid for a couple of weeks, they may do well a couple of months. But now we're coming on two years and we got to just factor that in. So, I mean, Doc, it's, it seems like, though, the uh, again, it brings us back to just focusing on the children component of this for a second. I, I'm I'm not clear on how it's how we can't just say it's unreasonable to require children to mask, period. I, I'm still I'm sort of I'm hearing a lot of, well, maybe if there's a major outbreak or something, but if children are at almost no risk, very unlikely to spread masks have a minimal benefit why isn't the medical community willing to just say masking up kids is is pointless or largely pointless? I think the medical establishment made up their minds before any data came in. And yeah. we've seen this with vaccines and with all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, if you look at talk, listen to the CDC director, they're talking about we got to do all this stuff until we get a vaccine for kids under twelve. Well. How, how did you make up your mind about vaccines in kids under 12? The clinical trial is ongoing. It hasn't read out. The data are not even out there yet. So I think you see a lot of that in public policy right now. And also on the issue of boosters, I feel like they're playing, uh, you know, sort of hide the football here. They're, they're, they're playing games. We'll see a report. I know this isn't about masks, but I got to get you. We got, you know, we got an actual doc on, right, Clay? I'm going to ask him doc questions. <laughs> you got boosters that Moderna is looking to get authorization for a third. So, I mean, do, do they know whether these vaccines fade in effectiveness pretty quickly or not? I mean, you know, what are the things that we don't know right now about this that we should know and that the medical establishment is pretending to know? Because there's certainly been that in the past. Yeah, so um, the boosters has been a conversation largely driven by the pharma industry to date. Now, it turns out that boosters may have a role in those who are immunosuppressed that we give them to our transplant recipients sometimes, maybe seniors. But the general public has immunity with vaccinations or natural immunity that appears to be protective against severe illness and death long term. So if that's the case, are we really... One, do we want to push boosters to prevent a mild common cold seasonal illness? I don't think that's the conversation that has been happening. It's been, oh, you may have to get a booster to save your life. Um, and again, we've been ignoring natural immunity. It turns out that protection from natural immunity is probably better than from vaccine. Yeah, and yet we, I've read, we've talked Clay. about that quite a bit, Buck and I have, because we both had, uh, we both had COVID ourselves. And so, do you believe, based on the data that you've seen, that natural immunity, that is, people who have had COVID, are likely to have better immunity going forward than people who have gotten vaccinated immunity? It appears so. We're not seeing people who recovered from COVID get severe illness. We, we just don't see it. It's exceedingly rare. It's like Bigfoot. You know, people say they've seen a case, but... We don't really have any real evidence of that. It's super, super rare. But Dr. McCary, have you have you seen some of the the editorials, commentaries from you know major 
uh, magazine, uh, major, you know, news publications in recent days, because I've certainly seen them where the, all of a sudden there are two there are two news storylines that are being pushed right now. One is that, oh, actually, vaccination is much more effective at preventing or, you know, when it comes to reinfection, the natural immunity. That's point one. But also that children, I mean, their stories, CNN had something over the weekend about how ICUs are overloaded with kids. I mean, to me, I, I ask people about this. I've been chasing this down. It just looks like a lie. Am I missing something? Um, well, um, on your um, first point, though, um, uh, about, um, you know, where do we stand with natural immunity? 6.7 times more effective in an Israeli study than vaccinated immunity. Natural immunity was better. The CDC put out some sham report on Friday saying vaccinated immunity was better. You know what the infection rate was in that of those with natural immunity in that study the CDC put out? 0.09%. And they said that was 2.3 times higher than those with vaccination. Okay, that's so, what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's just, I yeah. mean, ridiculous. And it was in one state, Kentucky. How did they, why are they reporting one state when they have data on 50 states? They did something called statistical phishing. You run it in all 50 states and you show the state that gives you the results you want. It's very dishonest. Natural immunity is real. It's effective. It's 15 months and going strong, and it's probably better than vaccinated immunity. You should still get the vaccine, I think, if you're an adult who's not had natural immunity. But we got to recognize it. And then about the children being hit harder by this than ever before and how hospitals are going to be filled up with kids, because that's also a new story that's out there. <laughs> hospitals. Hospitals are normally filled up. That's what people don't recognize. They're normally right. That, that's a good point. I'm glad you bring this up because the the entire purpose of an ICU is to be full, right? People have this idea that the ICU should be empty, but it's uh, the purpose of a hospital is to have a full ICU very often, right? Hospitals have been functioning with just in time capacity for a long time. They normally run ninety plus, sometimes ninety nine percent at capacity. And when we get transfers pre COVID. Half of them get, you know, either delayed or, or declined because the quote unquote hospital's full. So we got to put things in perspective. Now, in the South, in areas of these active outbreaks, these large children's centers, they do have 10 or 20 kids in there with COVID. They have more kids with RSV in there right now. Okay. So that's a critical. I mean, there are more kids with basically the common cold, you know, uh, virus that has gotten really bad for them in the hospital in these areas than with COVID. I mean, I think that pretty much shatters because doc there is this narrative out there right now of the kids are in icus and this is the new scare tactic so you're telling me that's basically garbage um well that the the variant is the latest scare tactic but with kids it's about 250 we just corrected the number in the wall street journal 250 kids a week have gone to the hospital nationwide and it's a little less than rsv infection Wow. And for people out there who don't know, RSV infection is a cold. So you're talking about yes. a substantial difference there. Doc, this is fantastic. I encourage people to go read your opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal and more. Uh, and thanks for joining us here. Thanks so much, guys. Dr. McCary, really appreciate it, man. He's a very knowledgeable guy. And see, Clay, we, we can have real discussions about COVID here on this show. I mean, without like Facebook saying not allowed. Isn't that so nice? Well, you know, one of the many things we talk about when it comes to protection or when it comes to gold, rather, is protection. Protection is important for your portfolio. The greatest satisfaction I had in buying gold was when the package from Oxford Gold arrived at my home. I mean, it felt like Christmas morning. I invested, then I held that investment in my hands. Real actual gold. I've got it stored now at home. 
My partners at Oxford Gold Group have precious metals that can be delivered to your home. And I think you really shouldn't wait on this one because look at the trillions they're about to spend. Five trillion has been added in what the last 12, 18 months to the national debt. Five trillion. They're about to add a few trillion more. This is getting into crazy numbers here. We all know it. It's it's out of control. Take action today. Diversify with gold and silver. You can actually hold in your hands from the Oxford Gold Group. My friends at Oxford Gold Group will tell you everything you need to know. Give them a call right now. You can have real gold and silver delivered to your home, or you can have it in your IRA or 401k. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's GovX.com, and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. 
Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in. Dr. Marty McCarry was just with us. He's got a Wall Street Journal editorial. Man, I thought he was fantastic. The case against masks for children. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. And if you were just listening to us have that discussion with him, uh, there are so many different interesting details that we could discuss that he laid out for us. But, Buck, I think maybe the two most intriguing are one because this matters there's a lot of parents out there including me who have kids back in school and the mask debate is going to be very real and there is no evidence whatsoever to support the idea of masking children as making it safer also there isn't according to dr mccarry some massive number of kids that are hospitalized with covid which is what you're being sold by the media right now, that there's this massive amount of otherwise healthy children that got COVID and now they're in danger and being hospitalized. And also, we continue to discuss this story because I do think it's significant. Dr. McCarry just told us that people who have natural immunity have roughly six times as much protection as people who are getting vaccinated immunity. And so all of those things are counter to the narrative that we are being sold all day long, every day. Why don't we all know that, Clay? Why isn't that statistic on the front of everyone's minds right now? Why isn't that something that when I ask people, they know? And by by the way, I, you and I read about this all the time, right? This is probably the subject that we've had to read about more the last 18 months than any other thing in existence, which is COVID. Because obviously, you know, what else? I mean, nothing else really comes close in terms of how much it affects our day-to-day lives. And I didn't know the 6X figure. I knew that natural immunity based on the Cleveland Clinic study was at least as good, but substantially better, substantially better than vaccination. Yes. I mean, is is Dr. McCarry lying? I don't think so. So since he's not and he's telling us the truth, why isn't that out there? Everywhere? Well, Clay, it gets a lot harder to justify the one size fits all sit down, shut up, peasant, take the shot in your arm mentality when you would also have to sit there and say, well, hold on a second. Do you have natural immunity? If you do, we're going to leave you alone. Well, then how do, you know, how do they account for that in this? Whole pr- they don't want to account for it. It's about control. You see it. I see it. Everybody with us now listening knows they want to control you. It's a one-size-fits-all policy that fits a tiny percentage. There's data out from Massachusetts. Uh, remember, this is where the CDC looked to make their change based on vaccinated people getting COVID, the people that are being hospitalized, average age 82 and a half in Massachusetts, nearly identical to COVID from the get-go, which is why we've said, if you are elderly, go ahead and get your COVID vaccine. But this idea that the, the Delta variant has totally changed everything is frankly a lie based on what Dr. McCarry just told us. Gotta tell you, Tom in Texas, he sent in and he said, hey, as an old guy, I didn't savor having bits of pain slowing me and preventing me from riding my bicycle or getting into and out of small aircraft 
in my work as a flight instructor. After taking Relief Factor, my intermittent lower back and left hip pain are virtually gone. It seems the trigger finger syndrome that afflicted three fingers is getting better. My wife is using Relief Factor. She's in phenomenal shape. She loves it. It's 100% drug-free. Addresses joint pain, knee, hip, back, and shoulder pain. Doctors created it. It is fantastic. It gets right to the source of inflammation. Hundreds of thousands of people have done it, and right now you can join them and get three weeks for only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com, eight hundred for relief, nineteen ninety-five. One more time, relieffactor.com, eight hundred, the number four relief. Will Governor Cuomo go? Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Buck here with Clay making sense of all of the craziness today and governor cuomo is certainly under a lot of pressure right now i still stand behind my i don't think he's going to resign but impeachment is looking like a high probability event although there is at least one proposal out there meant to help him avoid it but here here's the the big problem that cuomo had over the weekend as you know and i'm also just gonna take a step back to say that the focus of the impeachment is about sexual harassment and sexual misconduct. And I haven't heard anything, at least so far, about sending seniors with COVID into nursing homes and then lying about it and acting like he was a hero during COVID. I mean, Clay, can we just that is that is mind blowing for just take that for like, why isn't that even part of this conversation about this guy's impeachment? Because it goes to the Democrat lockdown narrative, of course. Not only that, he got caught lying about the data he got caught lying about the data to the department of justice when trump was still president because he was afraid of what that investigation might further uncover he got caught lying by the democratic attorney general of new york we're talking about tens of thousands of people in nursing homes who may well still be alive if andrew cuomo wasn't the governor and he totally got skated on all of those challenges and all of those potential charges the department of justice said hey we're basically just not even going to consider that and look i mean i'm not trying to downplay the severity of what he is being accused of doing from a sexual harassment perspective but it ain't killing tens of thousands of people and so he's ending up under siege from the less significant wrongdoing of his tenure as as governor. I think, I mean, it would have been, at the time, it would have been thousands, not tens of thousands, but still lots and lots and lots of people. I mean, we hadn't yet gotten to tens of thousands of dead yet in the city when he gave that order, but we were at thousands uh, dead in, in, in the nursing home specifically, um, which is obviously horrifying, and yet no, no, no accountability for it. And speaking of accountability, one of the accusers came forward uh, over the weekend. This was an executive assistant named Brittany Comiso who has gone public describing in, I mean, this is this is bad. This is worse. I will say that about this report, some of the stuff that is included in it, and now this woman coming forward. It's worse than what we have been told before, which was sometimes on this borderline comment stuff. This is essentially groping female subordinates for sexual gratification, which would be also a criminal issue as well as a workplace issue. Here is this former Cuomo aide, Camiso. Because it was the right thing to do. The governor needs to be held accountable. Being held accountable to you 
-hmm. means seeing the governor charged with a crime. What he did to me was a crime. He broke the law. What would be the appropriate punishment, do you think, for the governor? Is it enough if he were to just resign? I do think he needs to resign, and I also do think that he needs to seek counseling. I do think that he needs professional help. I do think that he, you know, he has many things that he needs to work through. Now, saying it's a criminal thing is obviously an escalation of even what we had been told before. Clay, I have to say, I think it's highly, highly unlikely that there will be a criminal charge brought here because there'll be a lack of corroborating evidence in these. And even if there was a criminal charge, a creepy hug doesn't usually land someone as creepy as it may be. doesn't usually land someone in prison. Groping might, depending, right? They judge these things very specifically, right? Where was someone groped and all the rest of it? But the fact that this guy has been able to get away with this for this long, isn't that alone pretty remarkable? Not only that he got away with it, but that he was trying to sell himself as a massive proponent of the Me Too movement. Remember, he had celebrities with him when he was signing bills designed to stamp out Me Too in the state of New York. And I think the question is, and it's a good one here, where does this go? Because there's reports that he may be saying, hey, if you don't impeach me, I'll agree not to run again in 2022. Now, I I don't know how you would enforce that sort of an agreement, right? I mean, so I don't necessarily buy into it, but we should mention also, Buck, that his top aide, uh, Melissa DeRosa, I believe is her name, uh, has now resigned. She was, many people were saying, one of his top aides and also one of the top protectors uh, in this entire shenanigans in general. And so I, I don't know. One, one thing that I wonder, and I'm not sure if this could be part of his contemplation, is if he resigned, said he recognized that he had made mistakes and he needed to go work on his uh, on his basically comportment and his decision making and all those things. I think on some level, Buck, he may come back and try to run in 2022 no again. Way. Yes, come I'm no telling you. Way. I'm telling you, Dude. if the guy doesn't have anything else in his life, he doesn't even own a home outside of the governor's mansion. I could see him deciding to resign to avoid being impeached and then almost within a year coming back and trying right. to be the Democratic I'm gonna, nominee. I'm going to bet you I'm going to bet you an all expenses night at my favorite Nashville barbecue joint on this one. I will shake, I will one, shake hands on this. I mean, I I just don't buy it. So here's the here's the question, no. Buck. Is he going to ride off into the sunset no. and disappear? So what's he's going to go down play? fighting, dude? He is a cornered okay. honey badger, and you know honey badger doesn't give a you know what. Yeah, he is not going to stop, man. He's going to fight till the end. Gets impeached. Clay, where does he, he go? He, like his future. He yeah. He, well, then he, then he wanders the this. woods and drinks Chardonnay. But but here's the thing. That's what Hillary did after she lost the 2016 election. Remember yoga and Chardonnay. That's what she said. Uh, but he, he's already putting out a strategy. This was just reported on the last couple of hours that his his plan right now is to offer to Democrats. Remember, he's got a lot of a uh, lot of things, a lot of favors to call in to Democrats. He says, I I promise I will not run again. I'll I'll keep that headache from all of you. But you let me finish out my term now that now they're saying, oh, that's not compelling. OK, but 
behind the scenes. Also, how's it enforceable? Well, right. But behind the scenes, I mean, I guess at that level, then the Democrats could just say, well, now we're going to impeach you for lying to all of us. Right. But um, but yeah, it's a fair point. Right. How and how enforceable is that? But beyond that, though, you know, you've got to remember Cuomo knows the system backwards and forwards. No one has been impeached and removed from the governor's office since 1912. This is not a well-oiled machine. There's a lot of, oh, we have to have, you know, and the Democrats benefit from parading all the procedural. Oh, we're moving fast on impeachment. Oh, look at Nancy Pelosi. She impeached Trump twice, had no shot of actually getting this guy kicked out of office. But it was all about the it was all about the kabuki theater of it. Right. It was all about the oh, look, it's going after him. So do I look is Cuomo in deep trouble, Clay? Obviously, right? Like this guy's fighting for his political life. But I'm telling you, man, Honey Badger, you got to think like I he's think Honey he Badger. Wants, I agree. And I think that's why he wants the vindication, because the best vindication that he could get is I'm going to step down. I understand I'm going to save New York from all this mess. And then I'm going to go back, wait a few months, announce that he's running for re-election in 2022. I don't even know if it would be technically re-election. And then he can throw himself on the New York public. And if they elect him, it is vindication that he was not worthy of having I mean, to step down. Y- y- this is essentially the Anthony Weiner playbook, right? He's, he had, remember, lost Congress. Yes. yes. And then he went for mayor. And we all know how that ended up but the with, problem a, with was a federal corrections other, jumpsuit. Yeah, he had other scandals additional, right? I mean, they found more on Anthony Weiner after he stepped down. If he had stayed clean, he might have been able to get elected mayor. That's a hey, look. You're, I, I thought my he's going to manage to stay prediction is out there. But no, Clay, I'm telling you, Clay's this is my goes, theory. He goes and he runs again. I mean, that would be of all the comeback stories we've seen in politics. I don't know. I don't know if anything could really. I mean, maybe like Blagojevich becoming president or something. But anyway, I don't think that could even really happen. Or actually, no, I think. Eh, eh. All Can right. we say anything can't happen anything, after the last any, 18 or 20 months? Presidential pardon. And then uh, who knows? So uh, what do you think about all this? 800-282-2882. Cuomo's next moves. Give us your thoughts on that one. And Clay and I have to get into some more on just what's in this budget and what the plans are the Democrats are running running around with here and uh, the defund the police narrative continues. Clay, how many people shot in Chicago over the weekend? You just told me before. Was it 14? Yeah, I think it was eight, killed? Dot, eight, eight killed. Now, now I'm going to have to go back and track it down, but it was an unbelievable number. We'll give you those actual numbers because I don't want to get it wrong all yeah, of a sudden. I mean, just a stunning number of people shot in Chicago. Yes. It happens every weekend. Democrats not having big marches about that. Gee, I wonder I wonder what's going on. We'll we talk don't even about hear it. any of the names, Buck. Not even yeah. a single person who was actually getting shot. Uh, a police officer was it. killed over the weekend. Another That's one right. critically wounded, shot, almost died, and is fighting, I believe, as I last checked, fighting for his life. A female police officer just had a baby a couple months ago, killed during a traffic stop. 13 so, killed, 86 shot wow. in Chicago over the weekend. Unbelievable. Buck. So we'll talk about the crime situation here coming up in Hour 3. But let's switch gears for a second here. I mean, rough greens. What is it? It's an additive for your dog's food. So whatever dog food you have, you just get rough greens and you put it in your dog's food and it helps your dog stay healthier. Think of it like the way you take vitamins or maybe you take probiotics. It's like that, but it's for your dog. David R. in Salinas, California wrote in and said, my terrier mixes are 15 years old. And they both like the rough green sprinkled on their food. The older acting dog does seem to feel better and is more active after only 10 days. That makes perfect sense. Rough greens is now being added into my Tallulah's dog food, our French bulldog. She's very cute, very snorty, and uh, she's feeling great. 
you got to understand that this is so easy. And once you get it into your routine for your dog, the live vitamins, probiotics, enzymes, omega oils, and antioxidants, your dog's going to be feeling better. Rough Greens will help your dog food be better for a happier, healthier pooch. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love Rough Greens. They've got a special deal for you, our listeners. Go to roughgreens.com slash clay and buck, and they're going to give you the first bag free. You heard me right, free. All you pay is shipping. That's roughgreens.com slash clay and buck, R-U-F-F. Very important on that spelling. R-U-F-F, roughgreens.com slash clay and buck. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off-duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does. But for the U.S. stock market, Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the Nasdaq and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade, including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are... Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Buck here with Clay. And uh, I got to tell you, the Democrats might be heading for some... Some rough times ahead politically based on a number of things that we're all seeing play out that we're all quite aware of right now. In fact, the the Axios has a piece called the midterm gusher inflation, the border and crime could create a midterm gusher, i.e. a tidal wave, a big kaboom of political reversal. I know it sounds so amazing, doesn't it? I'm getting excited just telling you about it, but we're not there yet. 
We're about a year and a couple of months away from it actually happening, but we got to start this momentum now. On the issue of crime, Clay and I were just talking to you about just, just horrific numbers out of Chicago. Eight killed, dozen shot. I'm sorry, 14. What was it? 13 killed, 86 shot over the weekend, including uh, a police officer, 29-year-old woman who was killed. But 13 killed, 86 shot over the weekend in Chicago. No discussion about it. No, uh, no massive movement. Where's the marches? Where's the national discourse? Where's the national focus? on crime in major U.S. cities like Chicago, completely out of control. Look, there are plenty of cities around the world. There are there are cities in other countries where you don't have people almost entirely in gangs and involved in the drug trade, shooting and murdering people all the time. There are places. It's not like we're trying to create the impossible here, but we have to be realistic about what's going on and serious about stopping it. Here's the mayor of Chicago who maybe is... is Forced to have a moment of clarity about who's who are the good guys, so to speak, and who's not. The police are not our enemies. They are human, just as we are. Flawed, just as we are. But also risking their lives every day for our safety. We have a so, common enemy. Look, it's the guns and the gangs. Look, she's. I mean, what she's saying is true. But Clay, isn't it remarkable? That a mayor of Chicago even feels the need to say the police are not our enemies? It's also pretty unbelievable how swift the pivot has become from defund the police. And I know we've still got imbeciles like Corey Bush uh, out there arguing for defund the police. But the vast majority of people out there, it's amazing how quickly all of this has pivoted. And by the way, here's Corey Bush. She went on CNN State of the Union again calling for defunding the police despite all the data to the contrary. Check it out. I think what we have to look at is the fact that I made it to Congress in in 2020. I was elected to Congress and we're still fighting this same fight. We're still fighting to save black lives when we're adding more money to the police. But but we're still dying. So, so we I, have to change. I, yeah. I mean, policies like hers, Clay, are costing black lives, among other people's uh, lives. I, I, it's so transparent. And there's so few people who call it out. Look. Black people in America represent somewhere around 12 or 13 percent of the overall population. They represent over half of all murders. And the vast majority of people who are killing black people are not police officers. That's madness. It's other black people, right? People tend to be killed by members of their own race. I know we have this this obsession in the media with cross-racial violence, usually white on black, right? But the most recent FBI data statistics that I've seen, 93% of all black victims of homicide are killed by other black people, right? And so when you look at those numbers and you say, what's the best way to protect black lives? It's more police officers because no one protects black lives matter more than police officers. And it's not even just more police. So that's certainly a big part of it. It's police that have the their freedom jobs. to do things the way they should, the way they know how to, and to have that political backing. I mean, every and we got I know we have such a we have so many law enforcement people listen to the show every day, and we're honored that, you know, you men and women actually spend your time with us. 
whether you're on patrol right now or you're 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 on uh, on a day off. But you know, Clay, they have to know when it's nighttime and somebody takes off during a traffic stop and they're chasing them and they're you know having to go you know ninety a hundred miles an hour on back roads or whatever. Uh, they have to know when they chase a fleeing felon down a dark alley and they don't know if they're going to be waiting around the corner with a you know a sharpened screwdriver or a gun or whatever for them that if they act within good faith as honorable public servants which 99.9 percent of them are the system will have their back that's essential in all this and what blm did was remove that basic understanding and more people died as a result in the last uh year and two months There's no way to argue against it. One of the biggest increases in murder that we've ever seen, one of the smartest things I ever did, Buck, when I was a law student, was do a ride around with a police officer. If you are out there right now and you are listening to me and you're involved in any way in the criminal justice system or involved in the legal system at all, doing a ride around with a police officer and actually seeing how insanely difficult their jobs are is one of the best ways you can spend your time. We got Tucker Carlson coming up next, Buck. Should be a lot of fun to discuss all sorts of craziness going on in the world. Clay, Tuck, and Buck. It sounds like we're all going on like a a hunting trip together or something, but we'll have fun. It should be a lot of fun. Maybe we can bag a grizzly. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It's already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T, dot org. 